0: Help me to make Kip your favorite Friday podcast. Now, let's get started. What's up, Kingdom Influencing Nation? How are you today? I hope that this Friday is bringing you the joy of the Lord, for indeed, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Blessings to all the Kip Nation listeners all over the world. Thank God for you. Appreciate you. Again, I pray that you are at least taking the time to share with other people who are in need of a word from the Lord. Also, I pray that you are checking out my Facebook page and my Instagram page. Easy look up Derek L. Calhoun, Derek Calhoun uh, podcast. It's easy to find me uh, on Instagram, Facebook and uh, other media platforms today i want to jump right in because we have a powerful message we've been talking about the children of israel we've been talking about what they went through and uh, how they lost their way and how sin complicated things in their life but i want to transition a little bit because as i said before the chapter six is more about, uh, Israel, the nation than it is about Gideon. However, there's a large portion of the book that is dedicated to Gideon. Why? Because he is the catalyst that will deliver a nation. But sometimes we don't see ourselves in that posture. We don't see ourselves in that position. We don't see ourselves as a necessary cog in the wheel As God is doing a work in the earth that will deliver people that we have not seen, deliver people that we have never thought about, deliver people that are not born. It is important that we understand the necessity of walking in obedience with God. And listen to this. Right now, we're going to talk about a man who lived thousands of years ago, whose life is impacting us to this day. We're going to talk about, we've talked about a nation uh, that existed in a particular state and of course the nation of Israel, uh, the Jewish nation still exists, but we're talking about their history, how their history can impact us if we actually take the word of God, read the word of God and begin to understand the word of God in light of our lives. So when you read the Bible, the Bible is not just a book of memorization is not just a book of other people's stories but these stories impact and influence our lives if we can take ourselves and place ourselves in the position of some of these characters because these people were ordinary people regular people just like you and I and we have to understand that God uses regular people same proclivities to sin, same vicissitudes of life, same trials, same tribulations, kids, marriage, uh, job, uh, same stresses. Of course, as we move into the modern era, our stresses become different, but human nature for the most part does not change. And so when we read these stories, We need to see ourselves in the stories and see how God is literally speaking to us because people say God doesn't speak. Well, that's not true. If we're reading his word, God is literally speaking to us and say, hey, you're not the first person to be afraid. Hey, you're not the first person to wanna commit suicide. Hey, you're not the first person to be disobedient. Hey, you're not the first person to be fooled by a woman or a man. Hey, you're not the first person to fall away from God or to be afraid of, Uh, of what God has called you to do. So today I want to express to you and talk to you from this simple topic, get back in the game, get back in the game. That's what God shared with me for you all, for all of us to get back in the game. I recently relocated from Jacksonville, Florida to Baltimore, Maryland on assignment. And my assignment is of course my assignment, but this assignments uh, are, are not glamorous. But I've learned this about assignments. Assignments are necessary. Assignments are necessary. They're not glamorous, but they're necessary. You have to do what God have told you to do in spite of the circumstances that surround you. You have to be clear. You have to be focused. You have to get the clutter out of your mind, your heart, and your soul and understand that God knows exactly what he's doing and that all things are working together for the good to those who are called according to His purpose and who love the Lord. So we we have to know that God does not make mistakes, and that we're just merely to uh, involve ourselves in His life and do what He asked us to do, so that it will affect change in the lives of other people. So I'm saying this to you: your call. Your ministry, your purpose is for other people. It impacts you initially, but it's for other people. And that's why we need to pray so that God will give us direction and give us vision and give us inspiration and give us impartation so that we can complete the assignments that God has given us around the world. Finish what you started. Matter of fact, I've been doing a lot of reels That you can see, you can find on Instagram, you can find on Facebook that will help to reinforce some of the things that I'm teaching on today. So listen, let's talk about, and I want to revisit something because I want to set a backdrop. I want you to understand the nation of Israel's plight, which of course includes Gideon because he's a member of the nation of Israel. So let's just revisit chapter six. I wanna look at uh, verse three and I wanna go through verse six and I wanna explore some things and then we're gonna get right into Gideon. I wanna give you three things that I want you to remember that I want you to take into your spirit and never let go, all right? These three things. So here's the thing, here's the backdrop. So it was, whenever Israel had sown, the Midianites would come up to the Malachites and the people of the east would come up against them, and then they would encamp against them, and destroy the produce of the earth as far as Gaza, and leave no sustenance for Israel, neither sheep, nor ox, nor donkey, for they would come up with their livestock and their tents, coming in as numerous as locusts, both they and their camels without number, and they would enter the land to destroy it. And some people say, well, we don't have donkeys and we don't have Midianites. We don't have Amalekites. We don't have people from the East. No, but you and I are subject to uh, consumer uh, uh, propaganda that causes us to want to purchase things. Uh And listen to this. Inflation is our malachite. Inflation is our Midianite. Right now, as prices soar through the roof, you can go to the store, get hardly nothing and pay three times as much as you are used to paying for the same amount of food. So we understand what this is like to be wiped out. It's easy to go to the grocery store with $100 today and come out with $0. A matter of fact, needing to pull from another account to complete the cash transaction or the credit transaction. So understand that these kinds of things have been going on for centuries, for centuries. So then watch this. Here's what the scripture really hits home and implores us to understand. So because of the Midianites and the, and the uh, Amalekites and the people of the East, we find themselves totally obliterated of everything that they planted. So nothing they sold was left. So then watch this. So Israel was greatly impoverished because the Midianites and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. So Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. The word impoverished. Here's the time that Gideon lived in. Gideon lived in a time where people were going through hell. They were, the Bible says, impoverished. This word means, again, made poor. It means deprived of strength and vitality. We see so many people in the world today with addictions. This is an, an addictive society all over the world. And there are all kinds of addictions. In Baltimore, there's the fentanyl addiction. And I'm sure this is not just a Baltimore type of thing, but They're people that are going through, they're smoking, they're drinking, they're they're doing things to try to escape, and I did a whole session many years ago, to, to escape their reality. I talked about escapism, so you remember that message. To escape their reality, to be void of a particular situation that is stressing them or trying them or breaking them down, or seemingly holding them back, or discouraging them. How many of you who are listening to me have ever looked at life and said, my God, this thing is crazy. Absolutely, every day, there's something coming at me to discourage me, to to uh, uh, to, to make me feel less than, just something that is... Attacking me, and I just feel like I need a drink. I I need this. I need to go shopping. I need to to have sex. I I need to do this. I need to do that. But these things, after we have supplemented, amen. Supplemented. When I say supplemented, because really, when we get in situations like this, we need to go to God in prayer. And you'll see in the story, if you read the text, I'm not going to read it today. That Israel finally called on the name of the Lord. The Lord answered them. He responded to to tell them, hey, this is who I am. Uh, This is what I told you to do. You chose not to do it. A lot of times the situations that we are in are not not given to us by God, but we have uh, gravitated to the situations by doing what we want to do and then expect God to get us out of it. So watch this. Even in light of that, If you have been called and chosen of God, God is speaking to you today. Listen to me carefully to get back in the game. You have sinned. I have sinned. We have fallen short of the glory of God, but we are to repent, to turn from our wicked ways and get back in the game. Get back in the fight. Get back in in your victory, get back in the promise, take back what the enemy stole from you and believe that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all you can think and or ask according to the power that worketh within you. So today I plead to you, stir up the gift that's inside of you, stir it up, stir it up, read your word, praise, cry, scream, whatever you have to do Stir up that gift that's inside of you and remember that God will never leave you nor forsake you. So here enters Gideon because part of the promise of Israel's uh, dilemma is that God says, I will send you a prophet. I will send you a man and you may be that individual or a part of that team that God puts together to deliver his people. Listen to this. Listen to this. Number one, here's the first thing I want you to remember. And it's so simple. I'm not going to say anything that's like, oh, deep and in the ocean. And that's, that's not what this is about. This is to remind us of who we are and what God has called us to do. So like Gideon, like Gideon, you have been chosen by God. God chose you. Let me tell you, God chose you in spite of yourself, in spite of your sin. In spite of your failures, in spite of whatever sidetracked you, in in spite of whatever side of the tracks you were born on, God chose you. He chose you without counsel of people who would say you are not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not brave enough, you're not educated enough, you're not articulate enough, you're not spiritual enough, you're not grounded enough. God chose you. Like Gideon, he chose you in spite of the plight of the world around you. Hell is spinning around at your front door like a whirlwind, like a tornado. And yet God still chose you. In fact, he chose you to affect change in the world around you. He called you to be a kingdom influencer. Influence the world around you with the power of God that is in you. He chose you to make a difference. And that brings me to number two. You are a difference maker because you find ways to get stuff done under scrutiny and adverse situations. That was the power of Gideon. We always look at him being in the uh, threshing wheat in the wine press as a negative thing, but it's really a positive thing. Because remember, the Amalekites and the Mennonites and and the children of Sarah would come in and destroy things. So he had to outsmart them. He had to do things in a place that they would fail to look. They would fail to look for wheat in the wine press. They may look for wine, but not wheat. And guess what? When they veered in to look into the wine press, of course there was no wine. But Gideon had hidden the wheat in the wine press. Because it was the last place that the enemy would think about looking for a a wheat. So, so watch this. Gideon was a thinker, a visionary. Gideon may have been threshing wheat in a wine press, but he, he was, he had a resolve to do it in spite of the attacks of the enemy. You within you have resolved to do things. In spite of the attacks of the enemy and in spite of the failures and things that are going on in your life. You have the ability to do what other people are afraid to do. There is a unique resolve in you. You're like Gideon, threshing wheat or, listen, completing your assignment against all odds. Like Gideon, you passed the test. God found you doing while other people were hiding That's why he chose you, because you will not hide in the face of adversity. You will get things done. In his society, most people were hiding and doing nothing because of the Midianites and the Malachites and the children of the East. But you were believing God while being surrounded by blight and a poor man's mentality, surrounded by inflation. Surrounded by 5 and $6 gas prices, surrounded by everybody saying no, surrounded by racism, surrounded by all kinds of negative attitudes of people in the world. And yet you will still do what God have called you to do. God chose you. So get back in the fight. Lastly, God chose you before you were born, before you ever entered your mother's womb. He chose you to partner with him and he is in partnership with you. The Lord is with you. Verse 12 says this, verse 12 says this, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. So whether you are a woman or a man today, God chose you. And I want you to get that in your spirit. He chose you in spite of what's going on in your life. Number two, he chose you to make a difference and he chose you because you have are willing to partner with him and be a part of the kingdom mandate. So go forth, do what God has called you to do. Don't let anybody negate your promise, negate your victory, negate your assignment, negate your 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 heart, your vision. Don't let anything separate you from the love of God. Stay in partnership with God. Complete your assignment. Get back in the game and stay in the game. You have been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I'm your host, Derek L. Calhoun. I can be found on Instagram. I can be found on Twitter. I can be found on Facebook. Please, ma'am, sir, share this broadcast, this podcast with people that you know. This will bless the body of Christ. This has blessed the body of Christ. I declare it already. I pray that you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And remember, go and influence the nations.